So are you guys going to buy the Apple car? <laughs> I've got I've I'm, got a couple already. I can't wait till I drive my Apple car down to my Apple store to pay for things with my Apple watch. <laughs> to get my Apple watch. <laughs> oh, I bet you don't need a key to start the Apple car. Oh, yeah. You just need a thumbprint. I bet you just need the watch. You just need to think happy thoughts. <laughs> but I, I bet, I bet, though, that the Apple car, if it exists, you would start it with your Apple watch. Why not, right? Well, I mean, you know, if you have like a Prius or something, you can start it with a little like the little key fob, like it unlocks when you walk over to it. Right. That's how yeah, the that's how my car works. works. Electric car works. My car does not work. It is currently <laughs> stuck on two inches Look of ice. At this guy. <laughs> so, do, well, here's the first question: Do you think Apple is making a car? I don't for think consumer so. use. I, w- I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they're trying one out, but I don't. I mean, you know. They, they probably work on a lot of things. They're making one. It's for Johnny Ive. It's just the <laughs> car that Johnny Ive wants. Nobody else will have one. It's made of beautiful chamfered aluminum. <laughs> I got to work on my Johnny Ive. You uh, really do. Yeah, Fleischman not good. thinks, I won't say his first name because uh, then he comes, <laughs> but Fleischman <laughs> thinks that um, it's simply Apple working on things like car integrations and CarPlay, so they need some car people, and that's basically it. I think it's a step beyond what be. CarPlay is now. I think they're building a platform. That's my guess. I think they're building something that's sort of like deeply integrated uh, so that it not only deals with like entertainment navigation stuff, but also potentially they love sensors, right? They're big in sensors. So like you know safety stuff that's why the app store won't let in apps about like the kama sutras oh the other kind of sensors sorry now i understand <laughs> <laughs> this is you <laughs> <laughs> it's better than you Johnny I. no yeah no that's actually uncanny much closer to the mark <laughs> uh yeah, i i See, here's the thing with them building a car. I think it's ridiculous because the idea that... Think of all the ancillary stuff you have to make in order to have, like, a car, right? So, you know, my car right now has a tire that needs to be fixed. Like, I'm going to take my car down to the Apple store, and the geniuses are going to come out and poke around under the hood for a while? Like, is that what's, <laughs> what's going to happen? They'll have Apple pit stops everywhere. Oh, that'll be if amazing. You just pull in. <laughs> Apple pit. And then you're on your way. I also think that they don't have any... Um, someone on Twitter pointed out this really good point that everything everything Apple's made in the last 30-odd years has been predicated on, like, building on what they already know how to do, right? Because, you know, everything can sort of, with the, extent, the exception of going back all the way to the original Apple One, everything else kind of builds on top of that. Like, it's just a, a car, though, is like a totally different thing. There are so many other parts of that that you need to get expertise in. And, and even if they're hiring a bunch of people... I don't understand why they want to be a car company as well as a consumer electronics company. That makes no sense. Well, I'm going to I'm going to come at you with an, a contrary view here. I believe I think you you mispronounced that. I think you mean wrong view. <laughs> I believe here let me explain why. There's contrary there, to reality. There are two things that make me believe that Apple could at least be considering actually getting into the car. That business. sweet sweet payola they gave me. The first one is this. <laughs> the first one is um I don't understand why they would hire so many Tesla people if it was just like, let's do some more car analysis. Like, they could hire any car people. They don't need because just the Tesla people. Johnny batter- Ive and batteries. Elon Musk are involved in a high-level superhero, supervillain dynamic. It's batteries. <laughs> and it's thing battery two, stuff. Thing two is this. But go they on. have so much money. 
If they wanted to do it, they absolutely could do it. They could blow sure. $50 billion on it and still have $100 billion left. Absolutely. Right? So they, could, they could build stores. They could build, like, you know, the, the Apple car store. They could build the... Uh, the whole infrastructure system, they could do it all. Counterpoint, Lex. They could also build a giant <laughs> hole, throw $50 billion in it, and cover it up. I mean, like, yes, the, the possibilities are endless. Uh, I, would, I think space elevator. <laughs> it would not shock me. I'm not, like, I, I, again, I don't think that this means that, that they would release a car, but it would not shock me for them to say, this could maybe be something we could do. Let's see what we can do. I'm here. not surprised. If, if they're doing some sort of R&D, I kind of believe that. But I, I don't know. Everybody went fucking nuts about this last yes, week. Yeah. And, you know, immediately jumping to like, what will the color of the Apple car be? I will agree like this- that there is no reason to go as nuts as everyone has gone. And that's where I think it comes down to for me is like my in my knee jerk reaction to say this is bullshit. It comes out of the fact that everybody's making such a big deal out of it. Like it's already <laughs> like it's just waiting in the wings and they just haven't decided to roll it out on stage yet. But like look at all the stuff that they have that's even remotely related to car technology. And tell me how well you think those have gone so far. We've got CarPlay. We've got Maps. Okay, but hang on. Okay, yeah, if yeah. We're looking I, okay. at, if we're looking at history as a guide, then Apple should never make a phone because I've seen the Motorola Razor. Well, that, that rocker, was going to be my they, rocker, But they didn't make rocker. that. <laughs> yeah, but they're not exactly making that. the systems that run that CarPlay runs on either. Right. Well, that's my point is you're going – I think it makes more sense for them to go from a interface that overlays on top of existing hardware and then to say – well, shit, we don't want to work on this crappy hardware. Let's build our own hardware. Like, because that follows a pattern that I believe, and it like keeps a, them like in the... Like a car. But, right, that's, that's the car. I think you're arguing for the car. No, I'm arguing no, for the stuff arguing. that's in between the car. I don't think they want to build, you know, wheels and a motor. <laughs> I don't think they care about that. It's funny, because I was thinking, when you were saying, like, change the tire and stuff, or just now building the wheels, I was like, well, they're not going to do that, right? They're going to use, you know, it won't, it won't have tires. tires everybody else. It'll just hover. But, <laughs> but then I realized that, no, of course not. Like, of course they would have to build their own things. They would say, we've, we've, we've done our own tires. <laughs> yeah. These tires, tires use are... air. <laughs> yeah. Our tires use gold. <laughs> Better than gold. We've invented a new process. <laughs> yeah. We have a new element. Yeah. <laughs> it's called hydroxin. <laughs> it's made of Oreos. <laughs> You're going to love it. <laughs> they're round. They're basically wheels. <laughs> I would not buy an Apple car, though, because it would be way too expensive for me. I don't and it would be obsolete cars. in a year. Oh, <laughs> zing. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I, 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 so I know we, we've never talked about this. What's the maximum you will spend on your Apple Watch? <laughs> All right, wait, I thought we had some more room left in the car discussion before we go back to our Apple Watch fanfic. $350. Okay, so $350 for Moltz. For me, I think my max is $500. I think $500. Yeah, that's mine too. What's with your cheapo watch? You think that... (laughs) Yes. Look at this guy. I only spent $349 on his watch. Look, I have already explained my position to this. I don't think I just I mean, I think for the first time I'm going to spend as little as possible just to get in the door because I have a feeling gotcha. that I'm going to want to spend it again in like a year or two years. But John, so, have, have you reevaluated your position in the last week since all this new information about the Apple Watch has come out? 
No, I spent all my time thinking about the Apple car. I didn't have any time to reevaluate my position. Like, the most I've ever spent on a car is less than $30,000. I can't imagine Apple would ever make a car that was. No, less I mean, than Tesla started, what, 50? And no, that's for a, 60. And, I thought it was 50 well, for a version like that. that no one will buy, basically. It's the $349 money. So <laughs> multiple buy it. But <laughs> the one that goes 15 feet. I just. Yeah. A te- all right, let me say. I, I've ridden a Tesla. They're really nice cars. They're really nice cars. But they're such. It's such a fascinating, bizarre little wedge of the market that I feel like Apple might go in and compete with Tesla. But even if you're just competing with Tesla, you're still only taking like. I, and I know market share doesn't matter, but like you're still, it's such a small niche to be like, oh, we're going to be the Tesla killers. It's like the Tesla can't even kill anybody else, you know? Yeah, really? It's just, it just strikes me as like, you know, it's the 20th, it's the 20th anniversary Macintosh of cars, <laughs> like the concept car that you'll never see. Well, unless they go full iPad on it, right? Like the iPad. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. The car's an iPad now? No, but I'm that's how like they're the going to sell iPads. You <laughs> thought it was going to be a thousand or two thousand dollars, and then they're like, "It's going to be less than a thousand dollars," and then it was five hundred dollars. If this car is five hundred dollars, I'll buy three. I mean, but <laughs> <laughs> look at this guy with his three yeah, Apple cars. <laughs> one watch to start. You the can't wall. park three Apple cars where you live. <laughs> no, I can't even park one car where I live. That's because it all oh, was snow. I have fun shoveling out three Apple cars in the winter. <laughs> yeah. I want a Mophie case for my Apple car. <laughs> And everyone just assumes it's going to be electric. Okay. Yeah, because the one thing they want to build less than an electric car is a gasoline engine. <laughs> Guess I'm not going to get my manual transmission Apple car. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, so, anyway, so John, I think John's point about the hiring up the Tesla people for battery expertise makes a lot of sense to me. Because if there's one area that Apple could stand to gain a lot, it's battery expertise. Because right. there's been virtually, you know, the the, inc- the changes in battery technology over the last several decades have been largely incremental. You know, you eke out some more power here and there. You have much better power management than you used to. But, like, lithium-ion batteries, which is what almost everything uses, have basically been around for, what, 20 years you know, in common computer usage. Uh, so the first per- the next person who comes out with something that is like a hugely big revolutionary jump in battery technology, that is, that is a big deal. Because the less time you have to spend tethering your devices to a power plug is the more time you get to use them for. So I, I feel like that makes a lot of sense for them to be investigating much better battery technology. I would guess they're probably not doing a car right now. But, you know, also on the other hand, Maybe they are. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they're the kind of insights that people tune into the rebound for. I would think that they're just invest. You know, if they are, they're just kind of going, eh, let's take a look. Because what else are they going to do? Right. That's what I was thinking about. OK, we got the phones. We got the tablets. We got the computers. We got the TV set top box. What what else can they make? Like they, they don't want to be done. They want to keep making more things. But by the, sure. by the car analogy, you can make anything. They could be making furniture. They could be going into business against Ikea. Well, no, furniture doesn't feel like an Apple thing. It's got to be electric, and it's got to be something that you can make awesomer than anybody else. So a lazy boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One of those massage chairs. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Brookstone market. They've got the store space. They can just put those chairs right out front. Actually, yeah, I that... really like this plan. <laughs> An Apple chair sounds like it would be really comfortable. They have like little slots for plugging in your devices and like charging sounds them. Super, super terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Brooks, Mr. Brookstone would like to have some words with you, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm sure. They're not just going to waltz in here and sit down <laughs> on one of our massaging chairs. Fred Brookstone. <laughs> Is there a Mrs. Brookstone? 
I, all I know is I can't wait until Chris Breen reviews the Apple Car for Macworld. Oh, <laughs> wait! I want to oh. say before we left the car topic and to the point of the not gonna, they're not gonna just walk in here. So the GM CEO, of course, made that comment like they're not gonna figure this out. I like the idea that maybe they weren't gonna make a car until the GM guy said that. And they're like, well, <laughs> shit! Now we're making a car, motherfucker. <laughs> Screw that guy. <laughs> Uh, but I, yeah, I too look forward to the definitive Chris Breen review of the Apple Car. <laughs> keep keep looking forward to it. I like that he, uh, you know, he got a nice send off. There were articles about him on like Nine to Five Mac, on The Verge. Uh, lots of people there, wrote about Chris Breen leaving. There was an article when you got laid off. I forgot to, I <laughs> yeah, forgot I was, to write something. I think it was Ann Dan Morin also got laid off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and in some of the articles, they might have spelled my name correctly. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, Chris Breen leaving Macworld. I don't know what happens next. I, You know, pigs flying. Now, I'm pretty much down to I have no friends left in Macworld. <laughs> it, well, I mean, he was the last of our sort of crew who was right. still there. Uh, and I think the uh, the interesting point, I love that all the speculation is like, oh, Apple's snapping up all these writers and editors. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Way nobody can say anything bad about them in print anymore. Yeah, that's exactly their plan. You've cracked it. <laughs> yeah. Um, people I also, I liked, uh, I showed the, one of the articles, I think it was the Verge article to Jason Snell and he's like, yeah, they did some solid detective work there. And he posted me the quote that's like, Chris Breen's archives of Macworld go by back at least five years. <laughs> it's like, he's been there for a really long time. <laughs> Maybe you should have done a little bit more research than uh, I'm just going to look at his post archive. defense, the search on Macworld.com is surely terrible. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Not wrong about yeah, that. Yeah, so so uh, you know, MacWorld. We'll see how it goes. Uh, I I feel like maybe its heyday has has gone. Yeah, and I only say that because I'm not writing for them anymore. <laughs> I pretty much only read one guy in MacWorld now. <laughs> it's John Moltz. They still send me checks, so I'm <laughs> as long as they clear. As long as I keep getting the money, <laughs> it's not a problem. Well, I mean that's because of the dirt you have on them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How often do you really write for them anyway? <laughs> Almost never. <laughs> Almost never. Almost never. But your uh, your piece that uh, was inspired by our show, Dan, about the, the digital crown, that yeah. certainly made some headway this past week. Uh, people are interested. Oh, yeah. People are interested in the uh, in the wacky digital crown thing. Some guy on Twitter today suggested that, like, I guess Rolex, they'd sell other crowns. Like, you can replace the crowns. But John Gruber pointed out that that generally requires taking it to, like, an actual watchmaker yeah so i just have a hard time believing still that apple's going to be like yeah just buy an extra crown and swap it in now to match i just seems unlikely still so i'm leaning towards john's answer that it's a small lcd screen i think that's (laughs) (laughs) i like that i i do too i think it's great you know what though going back to the electric car i i'm going all in You're they're doing a car and here's why okay hit me the wall street journal is never wrong and the wall the street, wall street journal is wrong all the time <laughs> <laughs> can't the wa- be wrong the wall street journal not even located on wall street <laughs> what i actually don't know if that's true <laughs> just it's, it's probably um, true but i don't know they were right about the price for the ipad <laughs> They're right about oh great they've been right about one thing in the last and that was a, that was a leak that I mean if we want right. to point to the canonical Apple leak that was a leak but they've done a ton of stories since then that have been wrong didn't didn't Gruber just dissect one yesterday There's absolutely nothing wrong in Haunted Empire <laughs> <laughs> You don't see her byline that much anymore huh <laughs> Cashed out got a big got a big book deal Oh yeah 
Don't have to write anymore. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Uh, Yukari Kane, was that her name? Well, I can't. I actually haven't figured out if if it's Kane, if it's a Japanese last name, or if it's it's Kane, if if it's uh, Anglican. Mm. So, anyway, either way. Not a great. Uh, oh, the per- the Steve Jobs Apple writer, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's settled. All right, so who else you got? <laughs> yeah, what, what else are we gonna go through here? I see. All right, uh, can I'll... we talk about? Should we? Uh, should we talk about Lenovo for a minute? <laughs> talk about my morning. Yeah, explain Lenovo to me. So Lenovo, and and I no, think no, I've ex- talked about explain this. Explain it to us like we're stupid people. Lenovo is a computer company? Yes, <laughs> Lenovo makes computers. And I don't even remember it, but I actually bought my son one of those computers. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so, um, and I knew that they had installed a bunch of crap on the thing, and I tried to remove as much crap as I could. And it th- seems seemed like things were a little bit better, but uh, come to find out that they've installed this thing called Superfish. And <laughs> that, could, that could never go badly. No, anything called Superfish just inherently has to be good. And basically, I mean, it's a, it's a malware thing that, in, that injects ads into your browsing experience. And the guy I wrote about it for PC World had a screenshot of Apple's homepage with a bunch of ads injected into it. <laughs> so it's like, it's Google ads for like MacBooks and iPads and iPhones and stuff like that. It's just like, oh my God, really? And I had already deleted the thing that, the application part of it. So the application part that that actually injects the ads. And so that had been removed at least. And the thing of it is though, the way that it does that is by installing a certificate and the certificate, it's a bogus certificate that lets it say, you know, when you're when you're you're browsing, I'm going to go to Spartacus.com and it stands up and says, I'm Spartacus. And so is my wife. And my wife happens to be ads. So here, please take these ads. <laughs> Wait, so and, here's the thing I don't get. I'm reading a story and it suggests that this this software ships preloaded on many Lenovo computers. Yes, it's exactly. A, but it's adware. Yes. It's, Lenovo put it onto the computers. And well, Lenovo is intentionally, effectively getting the com- fooling the computer so that its adware can be served nicely. Well, I wouldn't say nicely. I mean, <laughs> it's just dumping a bunch of ads into the browser. I mean, That's it, horrible. It, it's, it's completely horrible. So, so uh, what did you have to do? So I had to uh, remove the certificate. Um, and there's, they now, somebody has put up a... a you can just you can just tear it up, right? A like site, yeah, yeah right. There's a there's a crunching sound, and then it goes away. Um, no, I mean it was you know it was moderately complicated. You have to you know you have to go to the run menu. I mean it's the kind of thing that <laughs> most people probably can do if they follow the instructions. Um, but a lot of people are gonna you know novice users are gonna throw their hands up at it and probably just continue to so be in danger. The thing for me is like so if you have like a certificate vulnerability like that's something that, that could happen to anybody, right? Like that's what I feel like. I think the problem here is installing adware onto onto your preloading your computers with adware. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I just that's and I mean this again, we're gonna be probably preaching to the choir, but like I just don't even understand like you can buy, I guess But it's a but it's a bogus root certificate and it, it Yeah. And it is very easily cracked. So, uh, um, 
a number of sites have already posted what the password is for it and it's like it's not that hard and you can you can basically so if you have that you can basically spoof updates from Lenovo or from uh, Microsoft and just pretty much do whatever you want Wow, that's yeah, that's super so, super sketchy. Right. And that's why the laptop is so cheap. <laughs> <laughs> wow. they, they make it back on <laughs> in volume. Ad, yeah, make it back in volume. <laughs> in ad volume, I guess. Well, so speaking of speaking of crazy security things, are you guys worried that the NSA is going to rewrite your hard drives firmware? Uh, should should be? we be? <laughs> we, I think we probably should always be. Yeah, right? I think it, that's, just in general. more of a public service announcement than anything else. <laughs> Please, publicly service me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That wasn't even worth a rejoinder. <laughs> no, there's this thing, uh, this story about the uh, this group called the Equation Group that uh, Kaspersky put out, like, this whole security thing, uh, paper about these guys, like, basically an exploit that is the most complicated malware they've ever seen that can, among other things, rewrite hard drive firmware. Wow. Oh, oh, yeah, Which yeah, is pretty nutty. Um, yeah. And is probably, although they don't specifically say this, but probably the NSA uh, deploying really crazy security software to spy on people. Uh, probably not you guys, because you're, you you you're not very important. But me, <laughs> I'm the guy that cracked the digital crown thing on the Apple Watch. They want this guy. He blew that story wide open. <laughs> I wow. got nothing else. So that's, yeah. Yeah, I don't like that. Right. I'm going to do nothing about it, but I don't like it. You're going to okay. come down. You're coming down in favor of the Apple car and against having your, your hard drive hacked. Bold statements, both. Wow. <laughs> Do yeah, well, one to, of them is. Do you, want to, <laughs> do you want to go back in the car? Is that what is that? Because I feel like there's. I think this is a rich well. How much would you pay? What, what kind of straps do you want in your Apple car? I'm not. I, I refuse to speculate on uh, things that I haven't seen yet. What? what? That since when? <laughs> That's new. since right now. That's my bold statement. Oh, so for the no day. more Apple Watch fan fiction is no. what we're saying. <laughs> well, I've seen a picture of it. <laughs> I will draw you a picture of the it's Apple gonna car. <laughs> it's going to have a dock. You're not going to have to use a stupid USB cable. Okay. You know how it's going to work? So did you see the preview for the new Jurassic Park movie? They've yes. got those little transparent balls that roll around. That's the Apple car, basically. The transparent uh-huh. balls that roll around? I thought that was the Star Wars trailer. No, no. That's a little droid. It's got little oh. like little bubbles that the kids are driving and looking at the oh, dinosaurs. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's, that's the what Apple it's car. Look like? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so thin. <laughs> Incredibly thin, dinosaur-proof. Oh, they're going to call it thin credible. Oh. <laughs> so, have you been snapped up by Apple to write marketing copy? Yeah. Hey, nobody said that Chris Breen is writing marketing copy. By the way, actually, several people did allege that, but I believe right. it is incorrect. No, nobody said it. Who knew? Yeah, we'll put it that way. Anything else happening in the Apple world this week? Apple World is the name of the new publication that uh, Moltz and not Moltz that John Seth and uh, Chris Breen are going to write from within Apple. No, no, that's Apple World today. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Did you read the uh, very long uh, Johnny Ive? I did. I, I've only instapapered it. I have not read it. I'm still uh, working my way it's, through it. It's actually interesting, and I think it's interesting. It's quite interesting for the, yeah. for the access. Like they got an unprecedented amount of access. They talked to other people in the design lab and named them, which to my knowledge, has never been done before. 
Um, and talked about the design lab. Yeah, right. And went in there and like actually talked about what they saw there. You know, most of the stuff, of course, being concealed. Um, but this was all, I think a lot of this was done in the lead up to the Apple Watch launch, basically. Right, right. Um, which seems, it seems nuts. I mean, like, and this guy gets like driven around in Johnny Ives Bentley with him. <laughs> like, yeah, also, I, you know, I made a joke about like, I love the fact my favorite tidbit from the entire piece is that yes. Jeff Williams drives an old Toyota Camry, the, the senior VP of operations who basically took Tim Cook's job. Yeah. Um, drives a, a old Toyota Camry and Johnny Ive has like a dozen cars including like Aston Martins and Bentleys uh, and Nevin Mergon who uh, you know replied to that to say he thought it was a little tone deaf that Johnny Ive makes fun of a uh, a the design of a car while sitting in the back of his Bentley being chauffeured <laughs> around uh, that car being I think identified by the writer of the piece though not by Johnny Ive as a Toyota Echo which I've always thought is kind of an ugly car. So, you know, I'll give him that. But he, you know, pointing out that it is a little, uh, it might seem a little bit. Right. Classist. What do you want to say? Like snobby. Snooty? Yeah. yeah. Right. So, and I think that to my mind is always the thing that worries me about Apple is I think they have great taste. But once you sort of start buying into your own hype, I worry about the image that you're presenting everyone else. And, and we talked about this a little bit with the Apple Watch marketing materials when that first came out. You know, the whole like, it, it, it read like a parody, you know, when they, when you read like the marketing copy, they talk about all the materials they yeah. use. Like it reads like the onion is doing Apple's marketing right for them. Yeah. And if they're, I mean, if they're shortly going to be shipping watches that are in the tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah. It stops uh, being a brand it's not, that anyone it, That's not going to get, get into. Yeah. I mean, that, that image is not going to get any better. Oh, you know, the, really what they can do is. They can automatically send push notifications to the people who buy the $10,000 watches when the car is available. Because they're like, you guys are pre-qualified for the Apple car. You bought this ridiculously expensive watch. so Maybe you just get one for free. Like or like, it's like when you order your your Mac on the Apple Store, and they're like, "Here are all the things you can add on." And you just be like, "Add a yeah. car." 50. I always love that. It's so optimistic. Like, perhaps you'd like to add on a Thunderbolt display to your MacBook Air. <laughs> yeah. It's just another thousand dollars. Don't worry. about I it. love the I love the emails. You know, it's like like Valentine's Day is coming up. Wouldn't you like to buy your loved one a, a MacBook Pro? <laughs> like, um, that, that is you what they really want. overestimate how much I spend on Valentine's Day, <laughs> or how much I love my loved ones. <laughs> Possibly both. I, I could totally imagine the online checkout process for the car. Do you think people would buy the car to get it on the day that it's... <laughs> it's you wait in line. Time. You wait in line at the Apple Store so you can drive your car out of there? <laughs> How many are they going to have in the Apple Store? So wait, when you bought your Leaf, you, you went to like a dealer? Is it like a traditional... Yeah, they had two in stock. Okay. So like the thing, what's weird about this, a lot of people talking about Apple having their own dealerships. And it's like Tesla has taken an incredible amount of flack for having dealerships because there are a lot of states, I believe, including Massachusetts and New Jersey, yes, where, where you can't, can't own your own dealership, basically. Which is a bullshit law. But I agreed. think that like, it, doesn't, it wouldn't surprise me at all if Apple simply followed the Tesla model, right? If they said, we're going to build our own you know, stores and we're going to sell these cars in the states where we're allowed to and we're going to lobby to get to be, you know, if Apple starts selling a car and you can't buy it from a store in New Jersey, then that's not going to last very long, right? Sure. Too right. many people will complain. Well, I feel like the inventory management is also kind of a pain. I guess it'll only be available in one color. There's an app for that. <laughs> the, <laughs> one color. the correct color. Whatever well, that mean, color is. Yeah. I mean, I'm just trying to think, like, you'll have cars with different amount of storage space. <laughs> 
oh, the car will totally have storage space. And I, I'm like, it'll be able to. No, I meant, like physical, on I meant physical storage space. <laughs> no, I understood. But it'll have an always on internet connection. You'll be able to stream your music from iTunes Match. It'll be great. I can't wait to buy one. <laughs> brushed, al- brushed aluminium. Well, I mean, you know, I've almost paid off my current car. So I feel like if Apple Car doesn't come out for another 10 years, I'm, I'll probably yeah, be about right. right at that point. Yeah. Perfect. I just got mine, so. Your Apple Car? How is it? My... <laughs> <laughs> Can we get a review? It's, it's you know great. What, though? It's just it's great. Gonna, like Tim Cook can wear his Apple Watch around, <laughs> but it's going to be pretty hard for them to drive, drive their the car their draped Apple in a car sheet. Around. <laughs> yeah, they're going to dress it up in in Echo costume. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that car looks like an iPhone four. <laughs> yeah. Some guy gets drunk and loses the bar. I lost my I lost my Apple car. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, Gizmodo's going to pay a ton of money to get that. Oh, that man. Yeah. Find my iPhone app is going to have to get renamed at some point. Find my, find my everything. Well, okay, so here's oh. the thing. If it, I oh, mean, here's if, the thing? Here's the thing. Okay. So if we've seen the Apple Watch naming pattern, so this will just be called the Apple Car? So God. you'll just call it the car? Like I yeah. hate the Apple prefix, man. I j- well, just, so th- we ran into this problem. Jason and I just put up there uh, as we're recording this are like what you need to know about the Apple Watch. And I sort of was rereading it and going through like, so the problem is that the name of the product is the same as the generic name of the entire class of products. So when we say like the watch, do you capitalize it or not? Do you capitalize it or not? <laughs> and we decided to always use the capital if we're referring specifically to yeah, right. the watch. But it's, it's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it is dumb. It's just it, because it's so generic like and i understand you're trying to like make an argument that it's like the prototypical watch it is the watch of all watches the ur watch but you know it's frustrating <laughs> i mean maybe not as frustrating as having to deal with the the drop cap uh, or the drop cap the lowercase i phone yeah. for years and years because spellcheck loved that for a long time um and i always loved whenever headline editors in other th- places would actually insist that iphone must be capitalized you still see that sometimes. Yeah, it's yeah, so it's tough. crazy. Yeah, uh, I, the thing that the thing that drives me batty though is the, is the second word that's not capitalized in a lot of cases, like the iPod Touch. Mm-hmm. Touch is lowercase. Oh, Mac you know Mini what? is lowercase. Just eat a dick. <laughs> <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. I, okay. I, but I agree with you. I think Apple's just really weird clear. about naming now. I feel like they still have Performa Centro quadra numbering system like uh post-traumatic stress disorder and uh i don't know i feel like they're really weird about naming things obviously apple is a company that's very good at very many things and is incredible at making money and nobody could ever criticize it but the way that they name their products right now is very frustrating to me it is a little bit strange and i think that part of the thing that comes there another thing that i noticed was like so you've got the apple watch sport the apple watch edition and the middle one is just called the apple watch but if you're trying to differentiate it like it's hard to do it's like you know the watch the watch watch the watch there's only one word i can't say any other words <laughs> all right to, to to prevent this from from being uh just apple watch all the time like it is every week uh why would we start now lex you listen to a lot of podcasts right I listen to some, yeah. Oh, no. Uh, what speed do you listen to those podcasts at? Ah, good question. So I vary my speed a little bit, but it is extremely rare for me to listen at 1.0. Ah. Yeah, I assume that you vary your speed because you listen while you're walking. 
Uh, that's a good one. I very much see. <laughs> that was the a good one that you give to somebody when it is not, in fact, a when good it is one. not, in <laughs> fact, a good one. <laughs> uh, you that are. was terrible. The delivery was bad. I'll give you that. I uh, no. So I I vary depending on the podcast, depending on how fast the host talks, um, or if Mike Daisy's on it, then I turn it off. <laughs> but um, but no, I I never listen to one point I try to listen as fast as possible because there's only so many hours in the day. Um, typically it's around 1.5, sometimes faster if my ears can handle it. Wow. Huh. I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and say that I have never listened to a podcast at anything other than 1.0. Same here. Wow. I've listened yeah. to occasionally, like if I had to go rewatch like an Apple keynote or something, I will sometimes be, I would speed that up. You know, if it's something I've already seen or heard or something, but I just, yeah, it's something that I haven't listened to before. Listening to it at a multiple speed just seems, I just don't think I could do it. I don't think my brain can process it. I mean, it, it takes a period of adjustment. Um, and so I started, like I, I worked out to get to, right? You have, it's a training exercise. So I started at like 1.1 and then 1.2. And sometimes there are shows where I have to do that even as I'm listening to it. Like I'll bump it up a little bit at a time. Uh, but you want to get to the point where when you listen to the show at normal speed, it sounds weird. <laughs> what speed? <laughs> what speed do you hear us at right now? <laughs> I I can barely handle the super slow. Yeah, super I don't know slow. what you guys are doing now. Well, so the, I mean, the reason this came up, the reason this came up is because the Verge wrote it. <laughs> Stop that. The reason this came up is because the Verge wrote a piece saying that you should stop listening to podcasts at anything other than 1.0. Um, and their their case was quintessential case for this was Mike Daisy on NPR um, and all the pausing he that, did. That shouldn't be a quintessential case for anything. <laughs> right. Which, you know, and, you know, screw the verge for bringing Mike Daisy back into things because then he started appearing, you know, places and making comments like, you know, anybody, anybody really cares what he thinks about anything. Um, and then Marco responded, you know, like, Screw you guys. Listen to whatever, however, whatever speed you want to. But, which is, of course, the right answer. Like right. Any piece that says stop doing X is clearly only doing it to be jerky. Yeah. Um, and so it's so stupid. As someone who listens at nothing but 1.0, I, I completely agree with Marco. <laughs> I listen only at 0.5. <laughs> That's I just really like that was my, all the words so can. I just want, yeah, I demand everybody listen to my podcast at 0.5. Could you all just talk faster? I think that would solve a lot of problems. <laughs> there have been times on your daily Lex where I try to talk as quickly as possible so that somebody who's using a higher speed playback has to slow it down. But uh, that's only because I'm a jerk. You're like the, you're like the uh, micro, micro Machines guy? I try to be like the Micro Machines guy. Everyone should. Hey, it's Micro Machine Man here for Micro Machines. I love that. <laughs> I can, I, how, how fast can you talk and, and like keep it sensible is my question. I feel like well, I need a script. Can you well, be, keep yeah. it sensible at all? It's, it's Actually, this is exactly what today's episode of Your Daily Lex is about. I was, I, is this that show? No. Are we on that show? 